Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Atlanta police changes. We do not have another day to waste. President eyes Seattle. Now, if they don't do the job, I'll do the job. Could there be no baseball? It's just a disaster for our game. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Atlanta's mayor has ordered a police department overhaul after the Friday shooting death of a black man. CBS's Mark Strassman begins our coverage. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms announced immediate reforms within the city's police department. It requires officers to de-escalate situations first. They're also duty-bound to intervene if they see another officer using excessive force. It pissed me off. It makes me sad, and it makes, and I'm frustrated. On a newly released 911 call, a Wendy's employee reported a man passed out in the drive-through lane. Does he appear to have any weapons from where where you can see him? No, no, I think he's intoxicated. Officers Garrett Rolfe and Devin Brosnan responded. In Rolfe's newly released disciplinary history, it says he had used his firearm twice before Friday's shooting. One of those cases resulted in a written reprimand. Correspondent Jeff Pegues spoke with the DA who will have to decide if officers will face charges in the Brooks case. Fulton County District Attorney Paul Howard knows that he is under a microscope. How hard is it to bring charges in cases like these for you who has to, on a day-to-day basis, work with law enforcement? We, as prosecutors, have got to quit offering that excuse. One of the most important things that a prosecutor can do is to charge a policeman. Investigators are examining body cam and surveillance footage. And Howard revealed for the first time that he is looking into whether officers may have picked up shell casings at the scene after the shooting. So you could be considering tampering with evidence among other charges. That's correct. Now to Albuquerque, New Mexico. where one person was shot as protesters tried to tear down a conquistador statue while armed men tried to protect it. KRQE reporter Rachel Knapp. In cell phone video, a viewer sent us after the shooting. You see members of that civil guard on the ground getting handcuffed. Witnesses tell us they were calling for APD's help when tensions were rising between the civil guard and the protesters. About 30 people called police asking for help even 30 minutes before this had even arised, and no cops came onto scene. New York City police say there was no criminality by workers at a shake shack after three officers drank shakes that were apparently contaminated with bleach. The three who had been on protest duty got checked out at a hospital.
In Washington, President Trump today signs a policing measure. Aides say the executive order will encourage police departments to modernize their use of force standards, share information about excessive force complaints, and bring social workers along on certain emergency calls. We want law and order, and we want it done fairly, justly. We want it done safely. Law enforcement officials and relatives of those killed by police will be in attendance as the president signs the order. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Mr. Trump has put Seattle on notice. He wants Washington's governor to deploy the National Guard to regain control of an area of the city overwhelmed by protesters. They don't do the job. We will do the job. What can you do? Uh, About 10 different things, any one of which will solve the problem quickly. Seattle's city council has voted to bar police from using tear gas, pepper spray, and other crowd control devices, Police Chief Carmen Best. There's no cop-free zone in the city of Seattle. I think that the picture has been painted in many areas that show the city is under siege. That is not the case. A coronavirus model used by the White House projects more than 200,000 U.S. COVID-19 deaths by the 1st of October. CBS's Manuel Bojorquez has more from South Florida, where the virus has changed some thinking. Now is not a time to let your guard down. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez put the next phase of his city's reopening on hold. We are seeing uh, an uptick, particularly in the age demographic 18 to 35, and particularly after uh, Memorial Day weekend. Statewide, about 12,000 Floridians have tested positive over the last seven days. In California, reports say the nation's largest utility, Pacific Gas and Electric, is expected to plead guilty to 84 felony counts of involuntary manslaughter. This is over the deadly wildfire that destroyed the town of Paradise in 2018. There's word this morning of a plea deal in the case of the man accused of being the Golden State Killer. Under the deal, Joseph D'Angelo will plead guilty to dozens of crimes, rapes, murders across the entire state. In exchange, he will be spared the death penalty. But the 74-year-old D'Angelo, a former police officer, will spend the rest of his life in prison. My father and my stepmother were murdered in 1980. Jennifer Carroll says she was expecting a trial but is fine with the agreement. He goes away for life without parole and that that is where he will stay. D'Angelo is due in court June 29th. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Overseas, South Korea blames North Korea for blowing up an inter-country liaison office in the north. The BBC's Laura Bicker in Seoul says North Korea has been angered by propaganda leaflet efforts from the South. This is a real escalation on the part of North Korea, but it didn't come without warning. At the weekend, the North Korean leader's sister, Kim Yo-jong, released a blistering statement in which she threatened the destruction of the inter-Korean office. Last week, baseball commissioner Rob Manfred said he was 100% certain there would be a baseball season. Last night on ESPN, he admitted it might not happen and it would be a disaster. I know the owners are 100% committed to getting baseball back on the field. Um, Unfortunately, I can't tell you that I'm 100% certain that's going to happen. Owners and players have been at odds over money and other issues. It's also been revealed players on several major league rosters have tested positive for the coronavirus. Well, in a first, the government has approved a video game for treating kids with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. The game, called Endeavor RX, has a character who travels along a race course on a hoverboard. It improves cognitive function. Ford says it's going to unveil the newly designed Bronco on July 9th.
That happens to be O.J. Simpson's birthday. Ford has taken pains to avoid any connection with Simpson and his 1994 chase in Bronco. They say the date choice was a coincidence. Analyst John McElroy says they should change it. Look, if they stick to the same date, there's going to be as much, maybe even more focus on O.J. Simpson than on the new Bronco. Ford says it has no plans to change the Bronco reveal date. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. The Bronco was discontinued by Ford in 1996. Oklahoma State football coach Mike Gundy promises to make changes after a running back on the team threatened a boycott because Gundy was shown in a picture wearing a T-shirt representing the far-right TV network OAN. The two have made peace. And that's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts.